You're listening to the Credit Risk Monitor Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Mike Flum and Jerry Flum. Hi, welcome to uh, Credit Risk Monitor's podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm Mike Flum. I'm here with Jerry Flum as well. Today, we're going to talk about one of the key concepts within corporate credit risk analysis, and that is actually trade contribution. Many subscribers are already aware of it, but it's a key component of managing third-party risk for customers from a B2B perspective. And uh, most of the agencies that kind of play in this area do have trade contributing programs. Credit Risk Monitor certainly does. Ours is actually close to crossing over the $3 trillion mark as far as annual transactions that we process. And uh, so today, Jerry and I are going to spend a little bit of time just going over a few of the benefits of the trade program, a few of the more interesting use cases that we've heard from some uh, subscribers, and uh, just give you guys an introduction to that program. Do you have any questions or you have any topics that uh, Jerry and I can cover in uh, future podcasts? You know, feel free to email us at podcast at creditriskmonitor.com and I'll uh, take those suggestions to heart. So with that, why don't we turn over to this trade contributor program? Jerry, obviously, you know, you've been at the the intersection of trade contribution and getting this up and running with a few of our, you know, trade members for the last, I guess now what I think we started up in 2007. Program. I think we started in 2007. Right? We actually got it before that. We put our fingers in the water, in the, in the water, so to speak. Uh, and it, I remember the first trade file we ever got. We were, you know, it was a first for us, and happened I think in 2003, 2004, and uh, we were like, holy cow! Somebody finally trusts us, and now. We got close to $3 trillion on an annual basis coming in. But the first one was uh, a real victory. And uh, so it's good to see where this has gone. It's critically important. Part of our service, we give it to you for free. If subscribers are, don't use it, I'm always at a loss to understand why they walk away from something as powerful as this is to their peculiar business. And uh, we're giving it to them for free. But there's a busy world out there and there's difference of opinion. So that's part of the landscape. I mean, wh- why don't we start by just, you know, describing a little bit about what, you know, what the trade program really is about. So this is customers essentially sending in their AR aging files. So it lists out the customer name, their address, what the current line is with them as far as trade, sale. That, that has been invoiced and you know how well they're paying as far as are they current, are they past due by 30, 60, 90, 120, et cetera. And that's something that gets you know sent in monthly. So there's a continual update of those transactions over time. So that's kind of the data that we're talking about. But you know, as most people who work in trade know, this is very dirty data, you know, doing the matching, doing the uh, linkage between records and tying them back to the actual company record within the database, as well as then rolling those back up to they are subsidiary to a parent or if they uh, you know happen to have an affiliation, trying to get all that linked and matched effectively is a really tough task, something that we spend millions of dollars on, you know, annually just to get done, but has a huge benefit. So some of the things that you get out of that is obviously a lot more granularity on your own experiences with those counterparties. So you can actually see all that information easily within the credit risk monitor platform. But on top of that, too, you're going to get access to a lot of 
interesting reports, which are not available without kind of a contextual data base from your own side. So that includes things like receivables at risk, stratification, both on a dollars basis and on a quantity basis. And I bring that up because it's always interesting to see the differentiation between the quantity of businesses that are public or frisk scored versus the dollars that are frisk scored within trade uh, receivables. And that kind of gets back to that idea that a lot of times you may be doing business with subsidiaries of public companies without necessarily knowing that you're working with publics. And from our own you know, review of that trade data, we find that on average, over 53% of the dollars at risk actually fall with publics, even though they only make up between 10 and 20% of the counterparties. There's a clear you know, skew in terms of dollars towards publics, and that's one way to see this. Additionally, you also get access to some pretty interesting reports like our hidden high risk report, which kind of shows businesses where you're being paid very promptly, but the financial risk scores, whether it be the frisk or the pace, are showing elevated financial risk for bankruptcy that you're not necessarily seeing in your bank and your payments into uh, a term which will, or a, a concept that we'll talk about a little bit later with the cloaking effect. Additionally, there's also hidden slow payer reports where, for instance, you're getting paid promptly, but everyone else that's working with that particular customer is getting paid slowly. So that's kind of an indication that, you know, either you are a critical supplier and therefore they're going to keep you getting paid promptly to ensure inventory or that there actually could be you know, a contagion that's going to be making it into your cash conversion cycle shortly. So those are some of the you know, other benefits as far as reports. And the final one that I really want to hit on as far as a clear differential benefit is bankruptcy notifications on private businesses. So we will push those alerts to you the same way that we do public businesses when they go bankrupt uh, if you're a member of the trade contributor program. So with that, you know, I'll stop. Jerry, you got anything you want to throw on as far as just general comments on the program? Uh, the only thing I think is important, and that is, uh, look, we're spending several millions of dollars every year linking, matching, and cleaning up trade. And so, therefore, it's in the price of our service. So, it's given to every subscriber to our service for free, and I think they really should take advantage of it because it's just too expensive to do themselves. And uh, having us do it gives them a perspective on what exactly is going on with their trade receivables compared to everybody else doing business with that company that they're looking at. So, uh, you know, it's a really expensive, powerful freebie that I think companies need to make room for this and, and do it. There's so many protections built in and keep them anonymous on who's given us the trade. It's a real win. Well, that hits on two other points that I kind of I forgot I wanted to mention. But you know, number one, I think one of the things that's distinctive about the credit risk monitor trade package as well is that it's fully organic. We don't buy trade from anyone or any provider or third party. So all of this data has been contributed either by subscribers or trade only participants. Those are you know members that are not necessarily a subscriber to the service, but do contribute trade. And we give you know access to those enhanced reports as part of that give to get program. So a little bit limited in the sense that you can't get some of those key scores, but you can obviously get the roll-ups. So number one, you know, the, the trade is really clean. It's not it's not finding double counting or issues like that, which you find in a lot of different other uh, agency files where you do purchase trade and all you're getting is actually the subject company that's being reported on versus the actual business that's doing the reporting. So that's a key distinction. And I think the other thing that I also wanted to heavily hit on is you know the idea that this is a program that's open to anyone, right? It's open to all 
there's obviously a lot more enhanced benefits by being a subscriber and trade participant. But you know, if you wanted to make use of this program, you certainly can. And that's a great way to kind of report on your on your customers, to Jerry's point, anonymously. So, you know, it's a way of kind of keeping everybody honest because if you're getting slow paid, that uh, that experience is going to end up in the reports that, you know, other businesses are using to make credit decisions. And we oftentimes have to answer questions about that for particular companies that have, you know, a credit that's denied or a limit that's lower than they requested. And the reason being that there's a negative trade experience that's available in the service. So these are ways to kind of keep everyone honest. All right. You know, Michael, you're hitting on a a point that I don't think people really understand. And that is we've been offered uh, by many companies to buy trade from them so we could supplement what we have, which we don't do. And we don't do it because if the provider of the trade by makes sense has to remain anonymous, if you buy trade, all of a sudden you get involved in getting a lot of double counting because you can have that trade yourself or you're buying it from two different uh, sources. And so what happens is just the very act of buying the trade makes it really dirty and less efficient and less predictive. And so we do not do that. We self-collect our trade. And so that's why that number of $3 trillion on an annualized basis is pretty staggering. It's a major league commitment on the part of our company. As I said, it's millions of dollars a year we're spending to collect it and clean it and keep it current. So it's a real positive that's part of our service and people should take advantage of it. I think the second thing that's kind of wild about trade uh, as a question or an, 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 an impact, and that is what we find is when People who are looking at our company, whether to buy our service, when they actually see our trade reports and how we can help them, our closure rate goes up on by three to five times. And that's how powerful this stuff is. So my God, it's worth just taking a look at what we have. So I I just want to make it out there. The marketplaces already said, holy cow, this is powerful stuff. When they take a look at it, they're signing on uh, at greater rates. So I, I throw that out there. At the very least, take a look at what we got. It's pretty spectacular. Yeah, so I think, Jerry, you're hitting on a a clear point there. Obviously, you know, the closure uh, lift clearly speaks to the efficacy of the data, right? It gets it much closer to your unique file, gives you those insights specifically on those businesses where you have the the highest risk exposure. It's uh, the marketplace saying, like, we see it and holy cow this is powerful and uh, we want it so it's you know it's not quit risk monitor just making some claim and you know it's holy cow the marketplace is talking so take a look at it very least educate yourself on what we got and and to that point i think it's important to kind of also remind everybody i think it's it's interesting when you do finally submit trade and get a breakdown on your receivables about you know the portions that are covered on a dollar basis by the Frisk score versus the pay score versus the Experian FSR score that we can uh, redistribute, and then obviously our you know, base beyond terms index, which is you know much more of a dollar average for payments. But you know you can really get some pretty high dollar coverage rates within your exposure, and I think that's really speaking to the, uh, the extent the service has mature. We used to struggle as far as coverage dollars and now you know we're really most of the people that we're dealing with we're seeing over you know over 50 percent receivable cover you know what so. people should pay attention to and that is our 
Our subscriber base, um, because we started out as uh, following uh, the, the public companies all over the world, our, our subscriber base is the larger companies all over the world. And so we are getting trade receivable data on the, for the most part, larger public private companies, because that's who our subscriber base is doing business with. So that's a really important factor because at the end of the day, you want information on the companies who have sold in, on size and have serious dollar potential credit risk, you know, getting a whole bunch of little tiny companies and have no consequence in terms of dollars at risk, I'm not sure how important that is compared to making sure that you get trade credit data on the larger companies that you're selling to. And so that's another important ingredient on efficiently managing your credit risk. Uh, the, the coverage that we have is just the places you need it. You, you need coverage on these larger credit risks, dollar credit risks. That's a great dovetail, actually, into one other point that I wanted to bring up before we close this out with one other interesting use case for trade. But, you know, we didn't really spend much time talking about the PACE score, but that's our, you know, proprietary private company bankruptcy analytic that really runs off of trade receivable information as well as federal tax lien information, et cetera. So this trade contributing, you know, trade lines that we get from participants, that actually feeds the, you know, the data pipeline as far as the pay score. So, you know, those that are contributing are actually assisting us in, in providing coverage and better analytics on those businesses that they care about. So contributing in itself is a you know give to get process, but it's actually enriching those records on which you care most about, and that allows us to extend scoring. Interrelated to that, we actually are you know in the process of finalizing an update to the pay score, which um, should expand that coverage from about a hundred thousand businesses in the U.S. and Canada to about three hundred thousand plus, as well as boosting the accuracy and allowing us to finally get out pace predicts or pace analysis box similar to what we do with the Frisk score, which will give some bullet points about what's driving the score. So we're really excited on that, but obviously that's another really big reason to contribute because as you contribute, you actually build up our records on those businesses that matter to you, which allows us to provide enhanced scoring on them. So really big point there. Yeah, I have one other final point. That is when you give us a trade file, we can tell you how many dollars of trade we're covering either through our pay score or through our frisk score. So we can demonstrate to you that for the most part, when we look at it, we're following with fabulous scores, you know, probably between 40 and 70 percent of your dollars at risk. And so giving us your trade, we can actually show this to you, which uh, then makes the reason to have our service just readily, readily apparent that the amount that we charge, we are really covering your dollars at risk. And uh, we're significantly below the competitive marketplace that's priced in against us. And uh, we have great scores now.
That's the story. So with that, I just wanted to leave everybody with one other kind of interesting use case for trade, which you know obviously has been important for some of our clients and they brought it up to us. But if you are in the process of doing any sorts of M&A or acquisitions or absorbing of another business, a lot of times one of the key issues that you run into is the overlap of exposure between your current business and the acquired business. And a lot of times the process of getting those ERP systems integrated so you can get a consolidated customer list with exposure can take several months, if not several years from an IT perspective. And certainly from an accounting reporting section, you know, they actually aren't even consolidated until a year later. So one of the things that we've been able to do for many customers is actually take that acquired business's trade file post-acquisition and process that and then essentially consolidate it against the acquirer's trade file. And so that really gives you a consolidated exposure. We do it for quite a few clients right now. In fact, there are some that actually require it as part of that acquisition process to start contributing trade. But it does allow those credit groups that end up having to take responsibility for a much larger customer group to kind of get that consolidated look at exposure, understand if maybe you know now that they have acquired a business, they're violating potential limits based on two lines of sale, multiple channels, et cetera. You know, between that, the bankruptcy notifications on privates and some of these enhanced reporting features, there are some serious benefits to contributing, whether you're a subscriber or not. So we do encourage everybody to learn more about the trade contributor program. Certainly reach out to us at podcast at creditorismonitor.com if you have any questions about it. Additionally, you can always reach out uh, for more information via our website or sending an email to info at creditorismonitor.com. So uh, with that, I think we'll sign off. It's been a pleasure speaking with you guys and thank you for tuning in. Till next time, Mike and Jerry signing off. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Credit Risk Monitor podcast. Want to ask Mike and Jerry a question? Email podcast at creditriskmonitor.com. And for more information on how Credit Risk Monitor can protect your portfolio from financial risk, check out creditriskmonitor.com.